Welcome back to Round Guy the Podcast. As we we're on the phone with Steve Pilchin, and we're going to give you some Cy Hawk football talk. Well, it's a unique insight into the Hawkeye Cyclones from only yours and mine perspective. We don't profess to be experts, but we're certainly fans and are qualified to make an opinion. You might agree with us, you might not. Isn't that the beauty of this uh, country? You got that First Amendment right, my friend. We can say what we want. People can either agree or think we're full of crap, but at least they're listening to us from what you're saying, right? We got listeners all over the world. We're going international. I just checked, and we had 881, so that's pretty good. Anyway, last week, uh, you're going to have to do most of the talking because I did not see the game. Hawkeyes had the had the day off. I did watch the highlights. Yeah, uh, they played at BYE. <laughs> BYE. Yes, but they'll be in action. And we will talk about their game next week. But let's start off with the Cyclones' big win last week over number eight Oklahoma in Ames. Well, uh, the Cyclones go as Brock Purdy goes. When he plays well, uh, you know, they're capable of beating anybody. When he's having an off day, then they're not going to beat your grandson's uh, little Pop Warner team. But they've got got a good roster. they got that uh, Chaz Allen. they got that uh, Charlie Kohler. Uh, They've got this Hutchison kid. they got uh, Brees Hall out of the uh, backfield. You know, they're solid. I, I enjoy watching them. And like I said, when they're putting it together and being productive, uh, they are a very, very good ball club. Uh, same the, pretty much with the Hawkeyes. When that Petrus is behind center and gets the, you know, gets the passes off and, and gets them to his receivers, and they've got some uh, running backs out of the uh, backfield. Uh, by golly, they're uh, they're a pretty potent ball club as well. So let's see. We got uh, Iowa State. Uh, it, interesting, whereby Oklahoma was ranked eighth in the country, uh, and Iowa State was not. Uh, they might have been in the top twenty-five. They might have been down there along about ranked 25th, maybe something like that. But they they weren't ranked uh, certainly as high uh, as Oklahoma, and yet they were favored to beat them, and they did. Uh, they beat them, and, and it was uh, just a great game to watch. You say you weren't able to watch it then, huh? No, but I, I did catch that. the highlights on YouTube, and uh, Oklahoma had a receiver, which I can't remember his name, that was absolutely amazing. And this Galloway. Yeah, he was everywhere, wasn't he? Yeah, and this Galloway kid for Iowa State had a big game, and so did the uh, the running back that you're so high on. Brees Hall? Yeah, well, he had a good game. Yeah, there was uh, some controversy. I haven't heard anybody say they agree with the call, and you may have seen it on YouTube and, and on the news, but. But uh, this Hutchison kid had caught a quick uh, uh, flare pass out. He broke through and ran some 
50, 60 yards for the touchdown. But as he got towards the end zone, he kind of, uh, you know, he kind of high-stepped a, a little bit. Not really even though he, that you would notice, but but the, uh, the, uh, the official threw the flag and called him for unsportsmanlike conduct or for, for the, you know, the taunting uh, call. And, and then I was, I wasn't in the room at the time. I had to catch it on a replay. I was, I was out in the kitchen getting myself a sandwich and I heard it. I thought, well, they'll still call it a touchdown and they'll assess the penalty on the kickoff. But by the time I got back into my TV room, I see where they, they nullified the touchdown and, and, uh, uh, had thrown the flag and called it uh, uh, taunting or excessive celebration or some such thing. It was crazy call. And, and I was, uh, to be honest, in the beginning, I was a little uh, confused with why they didn't allow the touchdown. And then, like I said, assess the penalty on the kickoff. I thought that's how they, I had seen things like that happen before, but, but they uh, they really threw everybody into a tizzy by nullifying the touchdown. You know, it was quite controversial, and and so they took the penalty. And yet, uh, the same kid scored on a pass play like three, two or three plays later. So you know, they didn't really end up losing the touchdown. They just had to wait a couple more plays to to get it done. Or as Larry the Cable Guy would say, to get her done. Get her done. Well, the cycle's so got I was her glad done. to see them come out on top. It was, uh, you know, it was a well, well-deserved well win for the Iowa State program. And I guess the accolade now is that uh, Matt Campbell, the head coach there at Iowa State, has now beaten every team in the conference uh, either at home or on the road which is something they say has never happened in the history of the Iowa State football program. So a good weekend. Hopefully on the other side of the state, the Hawkeyes are uh, getting ready. I think they play uh, West, is it West Virginia? Yeah. Yeah, they they play at West Virginia. So they got to go over there and beat the Mountaineers. The Mountaineers and then Iowa State is gonna play Well that is who Iowa State plays. Oh Iowa... that's all right, all right, okay. Iowa plays Wisconsin. Yep, at eleven thirty Saturday morning. All right. And Iowa State plays the Mountaineers. Okay. Iowa State plays at one o'clock. So uh it will it will get into your game a little bit. Well, uh yeah, but it's better than both Game starting at eleven, you know. I know, but it's uh, but I like it when they play early. I just like yeah. that. So well, I guess that it's eleven o'clock. To celebrate longer, or drown your sorrows a lot longer. Okay, well, right? the, the Hawkeyes had an extra week uh, to prepare for Wisconsin. Uh, you know, they they had a real disappointing game against Purdue. Well, what do you see about this game? How does this how does this play out? Hawkeyes against the uh, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Badgers. 11 a.m. Well, uh, you know, 
I'm like you. I like I like the early games unless I end up sleeping, you know, through the first half. You know, now that I'm retired, I just go to bed when I wanna and I wake up when I wanna. So Friday night I'll go to bed with the idea of getting up early enough to see Iowa and and then of course later on that day the the cyclones. But I've been known to sleep in, you know, when a game starts that early, I've been known to sleep through the first half. Oh and get up, look at the clock and go, uh oh, I gotta get in there and watch that game. I do uh, I like Iowa's chances. You know, I like Iowa's chances. I think Wisconsin ended up getting beat by somebody this past weekend. And I always look at that in two ways. Is that, one, they're either upset and more motivated and ready to take it out on somebody, which would be uh, tough for the Hawks, or that they lost and they're so down that uh, they're ripe to get beat again, you know? Uh, so, and I don't know much about West Virginia. All I can hope for is they're all healthy and they're all ready for a game and they just take it to the uh, West Virginia Mountaineers. Who's the most, uh, athletically, who's the most famous alumni from West Virginia? Do you have an idea on that I would one? believe that would be Randy Moss. No. No, I'm not thinking football here. I'm thinking uh, well, Jerry West. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it uh, the guy from the Lakers? The that's on yeah. the, the one that's on the – he's the one on the, the the emblem. NBA logo. Yeah, he's the logo. Yeah. Yes, I didn't know that he went there. But I do, I do think Randy Moss went there. Well, but he'd be a pretty good – he'd be in the top five, I think. Yeah. I like Jerry West first, and then I don't know – some of the other alumni they've had and what kind of successful athletes they might have had. But I know Jerry West would be hard to beat. He was uh, he was a stud over there. Mm-hmm. And in the NBA as well. For certain. For certain. Well, that's it. That's what about the Iowa Hawkeyes? Who do you think is the most famous athlete to come out of Iowa while we're on the subject? Alex, and it could be any sport. Alex Karras? What's that? Alex Karras? Uh, yeah, he was uh, back in the fifties and certainly had a pretty good NBA or uh, NFL career. Uh, let's see, let's see. I, you know, I'd have to ponder that. They've had, I believe, they've had a, a, a quite a few more athletes go on into the pros and and have uh, stellar careers. Mm-hmm. Um, than Iowa State, a little D- more so than the clones. So D- DJ Armstrong got some uh, NBA rings. What's that? BJ Armstrong and I think Kurt Hansen, didn't he? Or what was that guy's Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Hansen. Hansen. Yeah, Bobby Hansen and uh, BJ Armstrong got some rings with the Bulls, didn't they? Yes, yes. You can't go wrong with picking either one of those fellas. Um, this George Kittle uh, for the 49ers is having a pretty good career in the NFL. Oh, yeah, you ain't kidding. Uh, uh, he's really playing uh, the tight end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they had name? a tight end that played for the Colts that was really good, Dallas. Uh, Dallas Clark. Yeah, Dallas Clark. He was good, real good. There yeah, was you, a – You uh, you know what? Let's kind of Let's kind of table that. Let's give that – Let's get take each of us take a little more time to look into that. Come up with an answer as far as the Hawkeyes. There was a Tippin 
that played for New England. It was a defensive end that was great. Andre Tippett. Yeah, and Reggie Roby. Reggie Roby. Yes, two good names. Uh, Andre Tippett is in the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, he was good. So you can't I mean, go he, wrong with that. He really was. Uh, a, he was a beast response. in the NFL. What's that? He was a beast in the NFL. Yes, he was. Oh, and then uh, who was that wide receiver who played for Iowa State that was so so good? Uh, played, uh, recently or? No, this was a ways in the 70s or something. Uh, George Amundsen? Maybe, uh, this guy played, for, I think, for the Jets. So maybe I, I can't remember. Well, I'll think of it. We'll we will table this, and this yeah. will be a whole episode yeah, we'll, all uh, of we'll itself. Take a, a day or two to get back together on that one. But I feel anyway, like, I look for uh, Iowa and Iowa State both to play well and win their games this weekend. What do you think of that? I think that's great. Didn't the kid from Oskaloosa play for the New York Giants in the Super Bowl and get a World Series or get a Super Bowl ring? Tyler Sash, yes. Yes, Tyler Sash. I, I went to college with uh, his mom and dad. Did you? And, and uh, unfortunately, he came down with a CTE, and and uh, uh, we lost him a few years back. It was a sad thing that, that uh, he had passed away, and largely uh, as a result of, of the CTE uh brain damage uh, thing they got going. Well, he was a, he was a great player. He really had ability. And uh, for Oscar's Iowa, he was, he was. Well, yeah. And then at, at the university of Iowa, and then like, like you said, the New York giants. Yeah. He won super bowl ring. And uh, like I said, I had known his uh, folks a little bit. Uh, I, I may have met Tyler once, but yeah, here in Oscaloosa, he's pretty revered and it's, Still a pretty sad uh, story with uh, how he developed the CTE and and that uh, contributed to him uh, dying uh, way too soon and and uh, certainly sad uh, within the last gosh I think it's been five or six years but uh, yeah you got to mention him when you talk about the Hawkeyes you know he was certainly a, a, a factor in the games that they had won back then. But uh, I'm trying to think. There was a, a, a running back from Iowa State, and I can never remember his name, but he had quite a bit of yardage gain while he was at Iowa State, and then he was in the pros in, uh, in the NFL uh, briefly. I think he was hurt. Uh, Keith, I want to say Keith something. Keith. Uh, see, that's what we'll we'll, uh, we'll have to research names, this so we don't sound uh, so tongue-tied. Come back, talk about them uh, when we get a chance here next time. All righty. Well, guys, I uh, hope we got you ready for the for the games this weekend. And uh, way to go, Cyclones! You know that was a great win, really great win. Uh, yeah, and I was uh, I was mistaken when I th- I thought Brock Purdy was still a junior, and we we're going to have another year with him. But but. Uh, He's a senior, and we're going to lose him. I, I expect uh, he'll be drafted. Uh, I don't know what round, but if he finishes up strong, you know, he could be uh, an early earlier draft pick. And and 
maybe he's our Iowa State guy that gets into the pros and really makes a name for himself. You so. know, I really thought he looked like a pro uh, last Saturday. I agree with you. I thought yeah, that was he the, was he was almost perfect. Yeah, and he needed to be to win that game because man, they were good. Well, and he's going to have to be pretty much to the rest of the way out. So uh, let's hope that's how it happens. I've got my snacks and all of my uh, pop ready for Saturday, and I I can't wait. I hope they play. Uh, I hope. Iowa State plays as well as they did last week, and, and Iowa plays uh, as well as they can. And I know they stubbed their toe there against Purdue, but I hope they put it together and end up uh, beating Wisconsin. I'm, I'm still worried. Uh, I see Minnesota on Iowa's schedule, and they always frighten me. That game, apparently that Floyd Rosedale, while it's been in Iowa City for a while, it, it's it's always scaring, scary to me that, that Minnesota can, you know, upset the Hawks. Let's not let that happen, huh? All right. Well, we'll be back next week to give you the updates on these games and, and uh, the next week, too. So, Perfect. Thanks for listening. In the meantime, everyone stay well and go Hawks. And go clones. All and right. go Dave Johnson, a legend in his spare time. All right. All right, buddy.